like you look at Addison Ray or something, like a TikTok famous person. That's my that's also one of my biggest fears. I don't want to be known as the TikTok rapper guy. I want to get fans who listen to my music. Jude. Max. Project. Still Max. <laughs> <laughs> so in the last I want to say week and a half, mm. you've gone from why don't you give me the before and after numbers? 3,000 followers on TikTok to 300,000 on TikTok. <laughs> and like streams and Instagram have been doing their own thing. Well, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. I'm massively impressed. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, can I ask what you think did it? Honestly, I think I was posting consistently and I was starting to slowly build a fan base. And how I believe the TikTok algorithm works is when you post, it shows it to a small group of your followers. And then however that group reacts, then it decides if it should go to bigger people and bigger people. So the bigger following you get, which was what I was doing from posting more and more, was just causing it to be shown to a greater portion of people who liked my videos. But it's like, it's like one of your videos, like it, it's like it ramped up to like one video that hit like what, two and a half million views or something mm -hmm. like that. And then it went back down to normal, like. 70,000 seven something like per view per You're talking about per, after that video blew up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that accurate? Somewhat. So I posted the freestyle one that hit a million. Then I posted another one and that didn't do too well until I posted the weight one. And then that brought all my ones up from there. And then since then it's been like four, like you said, 40, 50,000 around that. The video of yours that went viral, it starts with you going like, wait. Right. And then you like introduce yourself and kind of talk give about them reasons like, why I should be their favorite artist. All right. So give me your reasons. Like what, what, for people who've never heard of you before, and this is the first time they're they're hearing of you, like, give us your rap sheet. Like, what do you? What's your story? Well, my name is Project One Hundred Five. I'm a 16 year old rapper. First reason I think I should be your favorite artist is because I think I do things differently than most artists are doing them in the game right now. I believe I'm not trying to sound cocky or anything, but I believe I bring a new, unique style to the game, especially as young as I am. Second thing is. I'll give you free merch if you join me as a day one when I drop merch. <laughs> you get free merch. That's what I said in the video too. And I stand by that. Third reason is I'm all about young people chasing their dreams. And I will do everything I can to help others in that quest. And you're all about that. Like you're always commenting on on like all all of your followers right. stuff. Like you, the way you interact with your audience isn't like what most people with your size of a following do. Right. Okay. I, I want to hear like where's your head at right now? Like. That's got to give you such an ego trip, right? Honestly, no. Right now, my head, like, the fact that, like you said, my videos aren't doing, like, three million each time makes me pissed. It makes me <laughs> mad. I don't want to go for more. I want every video to reach that. When I'm not viral, I want to go viral again. So every day, I'm just working to reach, to post another video that does the same thing. So that's where my head's at. Try not to get too in my head about, like, followers or whatever, even though that's what I want. But it just makes me hungry for more. I'm not going to be satisfied. That's awesome, dude. Thank you. Do you have any thoughts on what made your video that went viral go viral? Yeah, I do. I think the fact that... So, I think TikTok really caters to people with a short attention span, including myself. Because if I see something that doesn't entice me in the first four seconds, I'm like, scroll. So, I think the fact that I was like, wait, stop scrolling for a sec. Like, that caught their attention. They're like, oh, like, that's different. Because they probably saw some normal video, and then it was like a beat, just me going like, wait, right in the camera. And they were like... Okay, it caught their attention, so they wanted to stay. And it was short and sweet. I didn't make it too long. Dude, you know what else you did that I thought was absolutely sick? Huh. Um, you started answering fan questions, but like in song, like in verse. Yeah. That, what was the one that you did? Like, that was I think the most like, recent one where it was like uh, tips on how to get started. Oh, that was so cool. <laughs> that one did viral too, or somewhat viral. hit like 150. How long does it take you to come up with like the, the verse for something like that? To write an average verse for a song. For a song, it's like two hours or like an hour, but for a TikTok, it's like an hour too. Yeah, thirty minutes. So to do like a one minute TikTok, it's an 30 hour, minutes. thirty minutes to an hour. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Thank you. Especially given like the rate at which these are changing your following, right? Like the return on an hour of your time to produce a TikTok or two. Oh yeah, it's crazy. But at first, I was like, I, I disagreed with that because I was spending like not even an hour. I was spending like five hours plus on a TikTok mm. to get like a thousand views. <laughs> a hundred likes and I was like bro this is ridiculous like nothing's working and I just kept doing it and then eventually it ended up going the way I wanted it to <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so cool so how long have you been at the TikTok thing a year I think I've been consistently posting TikToks it's pretty it's pretty cool I mean Shout a year Frilis. he got me on that yeah I can't lie Frilis. yeah he definitely put me on to TikTok. <laughs> he's a cool guy for sure um 
So what comes next here? So, you know, now you've got this following. It kind of feels like you've been working hard, super hard for such a long time. Like, is is there like a next step in your mind? Like what happens now that you've got a quarter million followers? <laughs> sounds sick. It does sound sick. It um, is sick. <laughs> I'd say just keep posting until one goes viral again and then just keep going off that. But for now, I think it's, I need to focus more on the music side. I need to get my song viral rather than, cause I've already gotten me viral, right? Now I need to get my music viral because that's how I end up making the living and getting loyal fans. Why? That's a good question. So, Money comes directly from, I'm just trying to make a living right now. Like, so I can not have to go to college. That's my goal. So I don't want to have to go to college. I want to be able to make enough where I can live on my own. So if I get music streams, that will translate to money. And if, and I don't want to be, if I get viral, let's say off like a remix, right? If I do a remix of a popular song and that's what blows up and everyone knows me as the remix guy, then it's, they won't know me for my music. They'll know, if I make a video with a song that people like that goes viral and they're like, Oh, let me go check out this song. Then that gives them loyal fans. It sounds like there isn't a good way to monetize a TikTok account. There is. You can apply for the creator fund and make money off that. But I've been told that if you do that, once you get it, then TikTok doesn't push your your stuff as much because they have to pay you now for views. Interesting. Uh, What about getting like sponsors for your videos and stuff? That would be dope. I would love to do it. Any way I can make, I don't care about millions. I don't care about mansions and cars. If I can make a living off of doing what I love, which is music, I'm happy. I mean, cause I feel like you, you are the perfect person for like a TikTok rap. <laughs> like, you know, you, you're young, which is like the target audience of TikTok. Right. Your stuff is catchy and you're like, you know, all the reasons you just said, like you've got, you've got a good thing going for you on this Thank app. You. Wouldn't it be sweet if there was a way for you to like monetize inside of this app where you already have a quarter million people following you. I plan to do that once I hit a million. That's what that's I'm going to apply for the creator phone when I hit a million followers. Okay. Cause I don't want to apply for it. They give it to me and then they stop pushing my stuff and I can't get viral again because that that's just what I've been told they do. I don't want to take that chance. Okay. All right. I wonder if there's like, yeah, there's a lot of ways to do it. You, it always gets my wheels turning talking with you. Cause there's yeah. so many different, like your business is so unique, right? You're like an entrepreneur because you're a musician right but you're also an artist so there's like a quality of work thing that you you have to like be really cautious of all the time Mm -hmm. it's just it's fascinating to me to have a conversation with you about it because i feel like you there i want to give you all these ideas about like you know like i'd love to hear them yeah but like i also don't want to push you because to do something else because just keep doing what you're doing and it seems to be going well you know (laughs) i'm always open for suggestions bro i i really think that like getting people to sponsor you would be pretty cool i would love to do that I, I know Bang sponsors a lot of TikTokers, like the energy drink. Yeah, so I had a, a guest on. Uh, her name is Brittany Nicole. Um, she she's an influencer and she like makes her money from like brand deals and stuff. And she told me like, you know, the key is to just like DM random businesses that you think would be a good fit and say because like, it's what a can pr- I offer them though, like exposure because you get seventy thousand views per whatever of whatever demographic. Yeah, average, yeah. Yeah. So like, hey, what if I? How would you like seventy thousand impressions in this demographic? And small businesses, right? No. Like big ones? Like medium. Like like probably not something that the average person would have heard of, but like right. maybe like a t-shirt company or... Yeah. I, have, I don't know what it would be for something like you, but... No, yeah. I de- it's just... I don't want to sound like a dick, but like it's hard when I get... Like because recently I've been getting a bunch of DMs and I'm sure that somewhere through those DMs is a company, but it's hard to find, like filter through them because I just... Especially through TikTok because like I, I, I've been getting a lot of those. How many DMs are you getting right now? <laughs> On TikTok? Yeah. It doesn't tell you, but I'm for sure it's over 300 like every couple days. Because on Instagram, it's over that. I get like 100 plus DMs like every two days. That's stupid. It's ridiculous, bro. <laughs> I love it. I, I take time out of my day every chance I can to respond to as many as I can. That'll eat your whole world. <laughs> I, bro, if I spend all my time doing that, I have no time for anything else. That's why I liked going live, bro. I was going live for the day that I blew up and went viral. Blew up the day I went viral. My video went viral. That sounds like a dick, but um, I went live for three hours straight, bro. Freestyling to the comments, people would go and it would fluctuate from anywhere from a thousand viewers, which is insane, to like 150, but it never got below 150. So I would just go live every single day and I keep getting more and more and more fans. But TikTok banned me until Tuesday. That's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> they, Wait, they don't believe you're 16. That's what it is. Yeah, I guess someone reported me because I got reported before. They were like, they said I wasn't able to go live till September. And I was like, hell no. So I did a bunch of appeals and they like fixed it in like 
an hour. But then this time I sent him a picture of my driver's license. I'm like, I'm 16, I promise. And they just never got back to me. So I have to wait till Tuesday, which sucks. I love going live with my fans. It's the best. Let's rewind a bit. Okay. Obviously, I've known you for some time here. The uh, <laughs> 16 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, it didn't start out this easily. Like it was, I mean, I still wouldn't say it's easy, but like it didn't, it was not an easy road Mm-mm. to get to this point. And it's, I mean, it's not like you've gotten to this crazy point where you're a millionaire yet, but like, right. but it's a start. Yeah. It's a start and it's impressive where you're at. I'm not trying to belittle it. I'm no, saying no. like, talk me through how you think about the path you've been on. So when you first started out, what was it? Four years ago? Five. Five years ago? I'm a junior. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, like five years ago. So you were in middle school. Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Seventh graders are not the most supportive audience. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> so people talk about like when they start a business, they're afraid or like they put themselves out there. They're afraid of like being criticized. Mm-hmm. You had to contend with the most harsh critics ever, which middle is middle schoolers. Middle schoolers. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him. I was trash when I first started. I was garbage, bro. And I picked a really bad name. I don't even care. I'll say it. I started off as White Chocolate, W-I-T-E, Chocolate with a K. Went in my garage with my friend Lucas. He put his phone on a voice memo, and he found like a, I forget what it was. We, I had like two drumsticks, and we found like a little metal thing. We was, and I wrapped a shitty verse, and I put it on Spotify, and it went. everyone was just playing it and clowning me, bro. I don't blame him. I, if I was in middle school... I don't blame him. I would do the same thing. So, so that must have been hell. Like, bro, the the day after I released it and I came to school, we, like in lunch they used to like have a, a little phone plugged into the aux cord, so everyone could eat, hear music at lunch, and people would like play it and like laugh. Shit was terrible. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. People suck. But yeah, middle schoolers are kind of like that they're like they're not individual humans they're like manifestations of (laughs) but it it happened though because that's what gave me my mentality about like fuck everyone do what makes you happy screw opinions like going through that like i know it's not like the worst thing in the world you can go through but still like made me realize that i don't care what people say i'm gonna live my life how i want to live it it's pretty young age to come to terms with that yeah most people never do (laughs) (laughs) um thank you to my bullies then yeah teaching me that lesson yeah so when did that end for you when you moved to vegas no actually um in portland they had this thing called my voice music which was like a studio like a real studio for people who needed studio time and didn't know what they were doing and i released a song with this girl empress who was like a really good friend of mine and we made a really good song and it started like it hit like ten thousand views in like two weeks which was like huge for me i I couldn't even imagine that at first and then uh, it was really good quality, obviously, because it was in a real studio, and I had also an uh, experienced rapper with me, so that kind of like changed people's perspective. They're like, okay, maybe he's like actually serious about this. So you were thirteen at this time, still. That was eighth grade when I did that. So, 14... so seventh grade, I, I had my friend's snowball, like a fifty dollars microphone, and I found I finally figured out how to add real beats on a track in GarageBand, do all that stuff. So people were like, okay, at least he's using real beats now, but he's still trash. And then eventually, you know. Okay. I just started like I found that place and it really helped me grow my skill. So did did people stop hating on you when you reached a certain quality or did they just get bored or what? I think it was after cuz I performed that song at school actually and before that people were like cuz I was the talk of the school obviously good or bad when I was bad it was bad but when I started getting good they were like okay this kid's not bad and then I performed it at school and everyone like sang it with me it was really cool. That's actually dope. Yeah. What was going through in your head? What was going on in your head when you we're like performing live to the same people. I, that couldn't, were... I couldn't tell if they were clowning me by singing it. Cause like all the popular kids were like singing it extra loud. So they were probably just like clowning me, but I, I didn't, I was just enjoying it. I love, I love performing any chance I can. I was really enjoying it. And then I saw my friends in the back, like getting hyped, trying to support me. It was, it was really fun. Interesting. Yeah, it was sick. That's so cool. So when you left Portland to go to Vegas, that must've been around this time, right? That was, yeah, that was end of eighth grade. Okay. So you're 14. You've released a few songs. So actually, first of all, how would you describe your style of music at this point? This, at was this, this point, before was the angry? Lyrical, miracle, spiritual, serial. It was all like Eminem, like, yeah, I'm flipping these acronym syllable and I'm adding it. Like, it was all that kind of stuff. Okay. It was cheesy, but it was, it showed that I had skill. But you were, you were going fast. Like, you yeah, came out yeah, the yeah. gate kind of like as a fast rapper. Right. I, I was just like your average white fast rapper. Okay. And then you get to high school. In Las Vegas. No, eighth grade was was when I started like getting real recognition. From I didn't get bullied at all when I moved here. 
Uh, wait, you were in eighth grade when you moved here. I went to Rogi, yeah, for a couple oh, months. Oh, okay, okay. So, so you moved to you moved here in middle school, and people in Vegas kind of already were on board with it. Well, so what happened was it was like my first couple of days at school, and I was like, it was type of people I've never seen before. <laughs> like, it was like I've. You know what I mean? Like, it was people who've actually been through stuff. Because what I went for before, it was just a bunch of, like, cocky, stuck-up kids. And these were, like, I actually met some real kids that I really liked. And it was, like, the biggest school I've ever went to. And then one kid, one kid, my first friend, his name was Brick. He found my music on Instagram, and he showed it to everyone at school. And then the next day, I came to school, and everyone liked it. Like, I didn't get one hate from it. And then that's how I got, like, my close group of friends that even I'm still friends with now. But they found me through my music. And since then, they've been supporting me. That's sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. So at shout some, out Brick, <laughs> shout out to Brick. <laughs> <laughs> what a, is that his real name? Yeah, oh, I can't say his last name. All right, but uh, <laughs> so at what point did your music change from the style that you just mentioned? I think, I guess, what was the next style? I, I'll put it in your let you put it in your words. Angry, angry style. Okay, this is it's like kind of Arkham co- yeah, mentality. Ar- not even a hundred and four bar. Like a bunch of sound. All my SoundCloud songs, pretty much, because I okay. went through a SoundCloud phase. Where I, that's all I was releasing was just, yeah, I'm killing all these rappers. I'm the greatest. I'm the god. Blah, 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 all that stuff. Because I think I was an angry kid at that point for other reasons. But um, so you were like, it was like if you listen to his music from that time to your music from that time, it's like you were screaming into the microphone. I was. It was like almost like six nine, but like better. <laughs> <laughs> you were like the screamo equivalent of rap. Some oh no, there's like like Scarlord is screamo raps like. Like that, like rock star rap, but I was just like like Eminem, like angry, angry, aggressive rap. Okay, still lyrical, yeah. Okay. And then you did that for a long time. Yeah, that was like two years. That was up until recently, honestly. That was very recent. Yeah, that mentality was like extremely angry, and that was that was like my third. That was my fourth to most, most recent song. So why did you choose to go that direction? That's a pretty non-traditional route. You're music. talking about now or when I made the angry music? Why, why did you choose to go to the angry music? Like, was it a marketing thing? Was it just what you vibed with? Honestly, this is about to sound cheesy, but personally, when I would, because like, even though I didn't get, I mean, I went to a different high school that I wasn't happy to be in. I'm not going to say the name of it, but I went to a shitty high school in freshman year. I didn't go to the, where my friends were from eighth grade. I went to a new school with like kids I hated and I was already angry from that. And I, I did get bullied there again for my rapping and stuff. And so, like, it made me feel small as, like, a person. So then when I would go on the mic, I just wanted to feel as big and strong as I could, which equated to me trying to sound like, yeah, fuck all you, I'm big, and all that. How was your following around this time? Actually, so it was, it was like, 600 followers, like, 100 streams at most. It was, like, nothing. But then um, I met this dude named King YC. He had, like, 500,000 followers, and I DM'd him a video of me doing a King's Dead remix. I don't know if you remember that. I was like, chronically, logically killing no stuff. I mean, probably like just saying like, yeah, like I think I do rhyming this, dictionary. And so I did that. And then, um, he shouted me out and he had like 500,000 followers. And that, that was a huge step that took me out. That gave me like 2000 followers. It gave me, it got me to 20,000 on a song, which was really good. Yeah. That took me off a little bit. And then from there I had another dry spot until TikTok came out. Everybody trying to do it, how I do it, how I do it. But ain't nobody like me, boy, I'm superhuman. She got them hips moving for me like she hula hooping. I keep my eyes on my obstacles. Interesting. Yeah. So you're making all this angry music and you're 15? Yeah, roughly. 14, how are your 15. parents feeling about this? <laughs> I tried to record when they weren't home, that's all I said. <laughs> so you're recording when your parents aren't home? And when they work, because like sometimes I just couldn't, like I had this song, I didn't want to lose the vibe. So I would do it and I would come out and my parents would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, are you, do you need therapy? Are you okay? And I was like, oh, this is just how I feel right now. This is what I like to make. It was pretty fucked. It was a bad time mentally. Who are your influences at this time? Eminem. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Oh, Denzel Curry for sure. Eminem, Denzel Curry, X. All the like aggressive rappers you can think of, they're like ski mask. Like I was just going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Talked a lot of shit in those songs. I it was stupid. <laughs> it was stupid. Said a lot of dumb shit in those. <laughs> I guess that's that's how you learn. Yeah, it's part of the process. So then you move to your current school, right? Which is Palo. Mm-hmm. And at what point does your music go from being? Takashi <laughs> to uh, Mac Miller, Mac Miller style. 
that was very very recently honestly because because so what happened basically i'm trying my best to explain this without sounding weird so i was doing that right just lyrical miracle just like spitting fast spitting bars punchlines, and i was like do i really listen to that kind of music like i do listen to it but like yeah, like if I played you an hour of just someone like, yeah, he's spinning bars, like you're gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna get bored eventually. So that's hard to get viral off of that. So I, my, where my mind went is I need something catchy. I need something that people can repeat, something that people will sing in their heads after. So I was like, I can't sing, but I'm gonna try. Cause even in that angry period, I was experimenting with singing music and stuff. Like I was trying. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, I wasn't comfortable enough to release it cause that wasn't my fan. That's not where I got my supporters from. But I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to try it. So I made Let Me Know, which was a really good... Because Frolace, again, shout out Frolace. He was like, dude... Because I actually remember... I'm, I'm remembering more as I'm saying it. Bless you. Thanks. So I made... I was, smile. <laughs> no, actually not smile. I made like 10 songs in a row that were angry rap. This was recently. And then I made one called Silence of the Lambs where the whole song was just like, yeah, burning the cross, burning the game and I murder the gods. And I was like going off like that the whole time. And I sent it to my my little group of friends or whatever that like listen to my music. They were like, bro, you need to switch it up. Like, please, this is the same shit over and over again. It's boring. And I was like, I was like, yo, fuck y'all, whatever. So then I was like, you know what? Maybe they were onto something. So I tr- I did no aggressive shit. I did only singing, melodic, and none of that was turning out good. So I was like, how can I mix the two? And I, uh, coincidentally, around this time, I started listening to a bunch of Mac Miller. Just someone put me on to him, and I started like listening to him. And I was like, what if I can rap and sing? So I did Let Me Know, and I rapped and sang, and I was like, this is good. Oh, no, Smile, actually. Smile was first. Smile was first, and then the beat was sold. So I had to make a better version of Smile, which was Let Me Know, which I still don't think was better. But I tried Let Me Know. I was like, fuck it. We'll see if they like it. <laughs> Bless you. Thanks. Because I was trying to put choruses in my song like an Arkham, but um, it was still aggressive. So I was like, let's try Let Me Know. And that did better than any of my songs I've ever released because people liked the, the catchiness of the song. So Let Me Know kind of took off in a big way. Oh, yeah. It, it's a super catchy song. It's, Thank I, you. it's dope. It's like one of my favorite songs. Thank you. Um, what inspired you to make a music video though? Because that's a big investment. I was working at Albertsons. Fuck Albertsons. I worked there for a little bit. <laughs> Worst job ever. But I did meet, I don't know if he wants me to say his name. I met a kid named Brandon. I'll just say it anyways. I met him pushing carts and he was telling me, um, we had a bunch of shit that like he, that he knew because I knew people that he wanted to get in touch with your dad. <laughs> he wanted to get, he wanted like to get in touch with him more than anything. And I'll, he told me he went to film school and I showed him that I made music and I did make a couple music videos before I made one for King and one for Arkham. Cause it was just like, Frolace was like, bro, we need to get on that. We need to start it. And I was like, okay, Frolace is technically my manager for anyone watching. He make he paints shoes, does his own thing, but he's, he kind of my manager. So anyways, he was like, bro, let's get on music videos. And I was like, okay. So we did Arkham, we did King and I sent it to some guy in Florida to, to like do it or whatever. And then he did a good job, but he did like a little bit of too many effects. I don't care if he sees this. He did like too many. And so then I sent it. We did let me know. We actually shot it on an iPhone first and sent it to him. And it was like, I was like, bro, this, this is, he was adding like codeine in it and like weird pill transitions and money. And I was like, bro, that's not the vibe of the song. So then I like, I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to do a music video. So then I met Brandon and he was like, bro, I'll shoot your music videos for free. I love seeing like a young artist like you do your thing. So let's do it. And then eventually we did it. And now he's my music video guy. That's awesome. Yeah. The video came out super well. Oh, yeah. He did a great job. Are you doing any more? Have you done any more? I did 8K Denim with him, too. Oh, I haven't seen 8K Denim. Uh, is that the one where you're driving around? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I did see that around. one. That was pretty low budget, but... Uh, it's pretty cool. For Superhuman, I have no idea what I want to do. I was thinking, like, get a fucking, like, Superman suit and, like, just do something like that. I don't know. So, this is, like, a whole new chapter for you, and we're, like, on, like, the third page of that chapter right now. I think it's fair to say, right? Third... I'd say fourth. Okay. So you've got, you just released as of 12 hours ago, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just released Superhuman, which mm-hmm. is a dope song, by Thank the way. You. Awesome work. Thank you. What's going on in your head when you, right before you release a song? Stress. <laughs> Stress posting on Instagram, Snapchat, coming up with TikTok. I come up with TikTok ideas in advance, but like, like shit, I have to make a bunch of TikToks before this. I have to make sure that. I have to come up with creative ways to get the song viral, music. Like, just I have so much running through my head that I can't even enjoy the release. But perfect timing. At a week after I one of my videos goes viral, I drop a song. And it gets 400 views in under 12 hours, which is the craziest thing that's ever happened for me. 
like that. That's pretty cool. But I got to keep it going. I got to, I paid 80 bucks on Instagram promos because I was banned from that too. But um, yeah. So it's you're, be on, enough. we were talking about this earlier. So your Instagram promo that you're doing is you're sending people to the song. where? The song, like the, a link to the song. Directly. Like your, your song whip? Yeah. Rather than my profile. Is that working? Yeah. It hasn't gotten approved yet. I did it last night, like midnight. So it takes 24 hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we, what's the benefit of sending someone to your song rather than your profile? Like I said, the, the streams like equivalent to money. <laughs> and if, if like, hmm, there's a bunch of algorithm stuff. So let's say my song blows up on Spotify, Spotify will also like TikTok will start to push it out to more people, will start to ah. put it in people's playlists. And also I'd rather people get to like, this kind of sounds stupid, but I'd rather people get to know my music rather than a video I post or my social media profile. Mm. Because if they find my music, that's, that's the ultimate goal. Like people to stream my music. That's why I do Instagram and TikTok to lead people to my music. Okay. I got it. Right. I guess I was wondering, like, it seems like it's a one-off thing you're betting on. Like what, what I was thinking is like sending someone to the song, you're right. doing like a, a one-off ask from them, right? You're going to get like, what is it? A cent a stream or something like that? 0.0005%. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> but like, you do need to play that game. Right. So you're, you're asking them for that mm. versus sending them to your profile. So like, if they follow, you can reliably get that at some percentage truth from them. That's not necessarily what I was shoot. That's why I send them to my music because followers can sometimes be dead because I bet there's like a, a high percentage of your followers that aren't, that aren't active on your page. They see something yeah. they like once, they follow because they think it's cool and they just like never do anything about it. Mm. So if I want to get loyal, if I re- if people really like the song, they'll go to the song, add it to their playlist, repeat it. I'll be in their minds every time they hear that song and then that'll eventually lead to a You're follow. totally right. Yeah. You're totally right because you. it you can it's a different kind of follow. It's, it's like, a fan. Yeah. It's not a follow. You're right. It's like adding them to a playlist, which is kind of a follow in a different yeah, that's in a, a different fan. that's right i need that's a loyal fan because if they do that they see all my music they like they're like wow this kid's good play all my music they become a fan which will later in life help me out with merch and shows and just having a loyal fan base which is the goal how do you figure this stuff out who do you talk to like there's no there's no other like rappers you can talk to about this right like mm-hmm. it's not like i have a team that well base okay i don't want to like send shots or anything but it's basically just me and darius now we've just been working for we've just been grinding out and like we bounce ideas off of each other and he did a lot of when he first became my manager he did a lot of social media marketing research and gave it all to me but um honestly for for that reason i kind of came up with that myself just like i was like hmm what what are the long-term benefits of each option if i send him to my profile there's a very high chance they become a dead follower. They follow me because they like the post and then that's it. They're just like, okay, this, this, and then they unfollow me later. It's like, why the fuck did I follow this guy? Mm-hmm. Or they go to my music. Like I said, playlists, look me up on TikTok, blah, 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 all that stuff. Become long-term fans. So then what are we going to do with these 250,000 people following you on TikTok? 290,000. <laughs> 290, <laughs> <laughs> a large portion of them are active because every time I post early first, comment first, 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 like they, they want me to respond to them. They're, they're already loyal fans. And every time I go live, uh, project, when did you start rapping? Project, shout me out. Project, let me join your live. Project, keep freestyling. Because what I like to do is I like to go freestyle on my live. And they comment words that I freestyle to because I like to establish that connection with them. Because I feel like if I just freestyle or whatever, they'll be like, they'll just watch, you know, and it'll be random. But if they comment the words and I acknowledge their word as a, as a fan and I rap and they're like, damn, he really rapped my word. He can, A, he can freestyle. So they don't know it's, they don't think it's scripted. And B, if I shout, it's basically a shout out if I do that. And they feel like I'm connecting oh. with them. It establishes a, like a connection. Could you like drive people from your TikTok to your Instagram live? I don't do Instagram live. <laughs> Why not? Because I have le- way less followers on Instagram. And TikTok is millions times more generous than Instagram is with everything. Because I don't know if you knew this either. When you, I'm giving you guys free sauce, by the way. <laughs> if you post on TikTok and your video starts to hit the For You page, like it starts getting numbers... Go live instantly. I promise you that'll boost your views insanely. Because if you see their video on the For You page, you scroll a couple times, you see their live. So that'll that's that's some sauce. If your video hits the For You page, you always want to go live the second you realize it's hitting the For You page. And that that's why I'm so pissed I can't go live. Because that's what boosts all your videos' views. That sucks. I was wondering why that was such a big thing for you. Yeah. Are you going to try and make any effort to move people from TikTok to Instagram? Like, I'll, I'll let them do that, you know. I'm not going to like promote my Instagram. Okay. Yeah. 
because because i'm enjoying tiktok tiktok's helping me out way more than instagram ever has okay fair enough yeah i kind of dropped my instagram i don't post on there anymore oh really Mm-mm, barely Only i mean I, you got like a thousand followers in the last week yeah because i have a link for my tiktok to my oh okay yeah. obviously i want instagram followers i'm not complaining about that i would love followers everywhere but um tiktok's definitely what i'm striving for mostly cool man yeah so i want to talk to you about this what do you think about going to college like you don't want to go right Fuck college. <laughs> why not uh okay don't think i'm saying screws like i don't i do believe in school somewhat i believe if you have a passion like rapping or like painting shoes or like being an influencer that's the only excuse to slack off in school if you're passing up school time to chase your dreams go because i feel like a lot what happens to a lot of people is they they go to school they get a nine to five they retire they die that's the system that they're not happy with their job either that's how most people have been living their lives and school teaches people in my opinion how to just be in an employee mindset you take orders from someone you do your work, you get a grade, pay, and then you go home, and then the next day you repeat. I believe, there's some people that that works for. There's some people who like to do nine to fives. There's some people who school takes them to be a lawyer, a doctor, all that stuff. I believe in that completely, but for someone like me, who's like chasing music, I don't believe I need school or college. I think, especially because of how expensive college is, I feel like you can find that information for free online on YouTube. Fair enough. So <laughs> what do you see yourself doing instead during that time? Van traveling. You want to do van life? 100%. Dude. You know, Maddie's doing a documentary on van life. Really? Yeah. She's like publishing it, uh, I think this week. No way. Yeah. Yeah. What the f- I want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I, I met some van lifers at a bonfire in California. They're such cool people. Dude, it's awesome. Like, why would you stay in one place when you can like, even like van life would be cool, but that's just the only way I can think of being a nomad. Like what you're doing. Like being mm. a nomad is just how I want to live my life. Traveling to new places every fucking day, seeing new stuff, everything, just experiencing life. I bet you that'll do crazy things for your music. Oh, yeah. That's new places. And yeah. I also want to tour, obviously. I want to like do sold out shows with thousands of hundreds of thousands of people. Like that's, I want to hear everyone screaming my song. But I also want to do van life. Yeah. I can do both, I think. I think I could. I think they could. They could go I, hand in hand. Tour van, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just van life with my homies. The new shows and shit. It'd be awesome. That's how I just want financial freedom so I can do van life and just not have to worry. Like, I, I want to wake up in the morning and be able to do what I want to do, which involves making more music, but I don't want to, like, have to wake up, go to work. That takes up all your day. Yeah. I totally I just want to make it. a living doing what I find happiness in. And that's making music. That is making music. Nothing else performing music maybe (laughs) (laughs) so like to do are you gonna are you planning on after this covid stuff's over like doing a bunch of live performances like any any show i can get i'm doing it bro i love performing so much you guys hear that let's get this guy on shows project 105 (laughs) book me please i need it (laughs) project 105.net yep i was at the that's your website did you get washed already uh probably yeah that's dope I'll, i'll promote that <laughs> I just Sweet. dropped a new website, guys. Make sure you go check it out. This guy makes killer websites. Thanks, brother. Um, so, I heard a song of yours that has not been released. Just want to talk about it real quick if you yeah, don't mind. Yeah, okay. Uh, you kind of sound like, I guess I'd call it Southern Rock Rap. Oh. You know what song I'm talking about? I do. You think you released that one? <laughs> no. You don't like it? I'd put it on an album, not as a single. No way. I have a style that I'm going for. I have a sound that I've been building up years. I have a, I like, if I want to transition people into a new sound, I do it bit by bit. I don't just fucking throw Southern rock in their face. Mm. So uh, have you haven't released a full album yet? Have you? I released a mixtape on SoundCloud. When was that? Oh, that was like a year ago, huh? Two, two summers ago. Two summers Never ago. Never again. <laughs> Never again. Why? Not until I have a solid fan base. Cause like TikTok, people with short attention spans is who I'm catering to. And if I drop an album with 12 songs, I doubt that people are going to listen to every single song mm-hmm. and it's not, it's going to be a waste of money. So if I do singles, it's like right there, they can play the song. They're like, cool. That was, that was good. I add that to my playlist. But if I drop an album, there's going to be like 10 people who sit in their room and like play the whole thing. I don't think I'm out of position yet where I should release an album. That, that makes sense to me strategically. Yeah. Just for attention spans. Yeah. Cause I know how I am. I know I'm catering to people like me. 
I have trouble like unless like J Cole always shout out J Cole's new album that shit was fire. I haven't listened but, to it yet. It's so good. But if one of my favorite rappers drops an album, I'm listening to that whole thing. But if like someone sends me an album, like bro, check out this new guy. I'm listening to like three songs, skimming through the rest because I don't have that attention span. Well, I feel that. Um, yeah, I rarely listen to like a full album. I really gotta love that that artist before I'll before I'll do that. I have to be waiting for the album. I have to be like. Like, oh yeah, Logic's about to drop. Fuck yes, I'm about to stream the shit out of this when it comes out. And even then, Logic dropped his album. And I love Logic, but like, I don't, I have like three songs on repeat. It was a good album, but like. The most, the last one? Yeah, it was really good. I thought it was really good. It was amazing, but I don't like repeat it. Singles are easier to repeat. Yo, actually, let's talk about this. Tell me about this experience you had with Logic. (laughs) That was fucking crazy. You want to tell that story? I do want to tell that story. So for anyone who doesn't know, when so I said Eminem was a big inspiration, but Logic was just as... Eminem got me into rapping. So like, I'll never forget that. And he's my favorite rapper. But Logic got me into rapping. Like He really made me want to start doing that. Focus on wordplay flows. I took a lot of inspiration from him. So I was a stan, you can say, for Logic. So when I finally got to go to his show, I made sure I went an hour early to get front row seats. I was so stoked. And I, when he started performing, I was like, there's no way this fuck isn't going to hear me. I'm about to sing my lung out. So I did... Every song I was screaming and then Black Spider-Man came on. I was rapping every word and I remember he came up to me and he pointed at me. My heart dropped. I kept rapping with him. I came up on the screen and everything. And then uh, I, I forget what the next song was, but I was singing that one crazy too with him. And then he stopped the show after the song. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's like, this motherfucker right here has been going crazy all night. He's like, what's your name, bud? And I was like, I'm Jude. He was like, everyone give it up for Jude. He takes off his jacket. He gives it to me. He's like, I love you, man. You're why I make music, bro. Everyone give some noise for Jude. And then after that, every single song, I'm singing Jude over and over again. Every single song. It was the greatest moment of my life. That is so sweet. Dude. Oh, that was amazing. So when was that? I was two summers, three summers ago. Okay. Did that, did that like give you any like motivation or that keep you going? I wanted him to remember me, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to like meet him one day on a song and then he's like, he's like, Oh bro. And I want to tell him that story. That's so cool. Yeah. And then just like anytime I go to a concert, bro, I come home and like, that's going to be me one day. I got to get up there. I got to rap for everyone like that. What does keep you going? Cause you, you've been from the outside looking in, it may not, everyone may not know this, but I've known you pretty well for a really long time. Yeah. You try really, like, you do a lot of hard work on this. Yeah. There's been a lot of times where other people would have given up and you didn't. Mm. What keeps you going? First thing, okay, so there are times, obviously, any entrepreneur knows there's times where they lose, like, motivation and or passion. And honestly, school was a big one. When I was in school, in person, I was like, what am I doing? Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like, I don't want to answer to someone. I hate being told what to do with a passion. So I'm like, how's the, what's the best way I can do this on my own and not have to answer to anybody and school job, especially Albertsons, bro. When I was working at Albertsons, I was grinding harder than I've ever went. Cause I just hated my boss. And I wanted to be you, you know, you're going to see when I'm famous and I just hate being told <laughs> what to do. So honestly being told what to do makes me hate <laughs> told what to do and not ever want to be in that position again yeah so I just keep going I, I can empathize with that for sure yeah. so honestly any position where someone's ordering me is mm. when i am the most motivated but usually like i'll catch myself slipping when i know i'm like damn bro i just want to play video games today and i'm like what's the best way i can do that where i can just actually wake up and play video games all day if i am happy off of making music where i can just do what i want for the rest of the day all my days just want freedom. Yep, that's all I want. I get it, man. <laughs> yeah, rap's a hell of a way to get there. Crazy way, bro. It's, it's it's never been this easy, bro. Like I don't need a record deal, bro. I love I love how easy it is for people to finally like before you need a record deal, otherwise it was impossible. Now there's so many social media outlets that can make someone literally go famous from their bedroom, bro. It's, it's happened to so many people, dude. It- it's happening to me. you right now. Yeah, I'm literally in the process, <laughs> specifically my bedroom. Yeah. I mean, your bedroom's also a recording studio, yeah, so sure, I don't know yeah. if it counts. <laughs> Classic. 
close enough. There's an awesome TikTok that you made like uh, six, eight months ago or something where it's like, oh, the daily life of an independent artist. All right, th- that one's good too. Oh. I was talking about like your your studio setup over the years. Yeah. Just so you, you can see your bedroom <laughs> transform from like. <laughs> a person with like a $20 mic and I tape the string. It's like the ceiling. It's so bad. God. But I've, I've pretty much put all, all the studio that I've set up is in my money. So this mic, I got this as a birthday present. It's a good mic. Fucking amazing mic. My dream mic. Joe Rogan uses it. Yeah, so does Logic. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's <where> I got. <laughs> but yeah, all the foam, all the plugins, Logic, all me. Even this computer. I saved up for it because I lost the one I had before. That's stolen. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Um, well, you got some real hustle in you for that. Thank you. When uh, when you're writing a song, yeah. do you start with a beat, with lyrics, with a melody? Recently, bro, like I could not. I used to not be able to write if I didn't have a beat. But recently, like it's been. So, I need a produce. I need a producer. I need a producer. Someone, because <laughs> I'll be like writing, and then I'll be like, because for the the weight video that blew up, I wrote that without the beat, and I was like, you know, you know, like the splash challenge on TikTok, like splash. No. Let you know how my eyes well that video that beat was stuck in my head when I was writing it, so I was like, I might I might as well just use that. And then when I wrote the other one where I was responding to or I was like, you know, telling people how to get started, I had that same beat in my house, like fuck, I can't use the same beat twice. But I couldn't literally nothing else was working for me. So I was like, I'll just have to use it twice. They both worked. Yeah. And so eventually I'll I'll get bars in my head. And then once I like once I get started with something I can't stop, especially when I'm writing, I'll be like writing, I'll be like, fuck, I don't even have a beat. And I'll have to find a beat that somewhat matches the vibe, but mm. it never goes exactly. So if I had a producer, then um, <laughs> then I could make that work. <laughs> Do uh, <laughs> is your process different for writing a TikTok than for writing a single? Yes, because for singles, I just let my mind wander. I let I write about whatever I feel. But for TikTok, it's usually like something. I need to write about something that will grab their attention. And it's hard. It's hard to like tell a story. I'm just, a lot of people do really well, but so you know, you write these these singles, and it's interesting because you were writing them when you were like 14, 13 years old, and your life was very different than you are now. Yeah. And obviously, like outside looking in, right? This fourteen year old, you'll you'll say stuff like, "Just like bury me in a tomb full of bitches <laughs> and stuff." Like you're fourteen, right? Like that kind of that I isn't your. Uh, you know, that's just an example of, you know what I'm talking about. Like before you had girls in your life, you were 14 years old, you know, you would say stuff like that. Right. Cause I was trying to manifest it. Yeah. Well, I, that, that might answer my question. Like yeah. when you talk about something that's not true to your current reality, does that feel weird to you? No, cause I've been doing it since I was like 12. <laughs> <laughs> you and I was 12, I was like, got so much money. And I saw me, blah, blah, blah. Even, even though I don't want that shit anymore. I did want it then. So I was just trying to like manifest it. Probably not then. I probably wasn't thinking that deep when I first started doing it. I was probably just like, yeah, the only thing I'll sound cool, make me sound good. If I say I'm up, they'll believe me. <laughs> but um, now, now it's definitely manifest. Cause now in my songs, when I say that, I say like, I say like, this is what I want. I don't just say like, yeah, I got all this money. I talk about where I'm at now, how I don't have much money personally. And then where I want to be like, I want to be in a mansion. I want to be in Hollywood Hills. I don't say that, but. Right. You know what I mean? You, 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 you framed it in future tense rather right. than past tense. This is what I used to do, which sounded very corny. So I'm glad I stopped doing that. <laughs> I mean, like kind of, but I also feel like there's a part of making music that's like you can kind of just say whatever you want. That's the beauty of it, bro. I mean, that's why I love making music because when I was like in my bad place or whatever, it allowed me to become a new person. It, like if I, when I felt small to all the bigger bullies or whatever, I felt like when I was on the mic, I was bigger than all of them. You scream louder than I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Saw a video of you like just like recording in your closet, like screaming. Dude, veins popping, sweating. The whole thing. <laughs> like, oh my God, is that you? I'm <laughs> crazy. That's going to be an animal, bro. Dude, <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> it's fun. Even now, I still enjoy doing it. When I've had a rough day, I just want, yeah, fuck. Just like do that. It's fun. That's the beauty of music. You can do whatever you want. Totally. Yeah. What what percentage of your ideas like turn into full things Songs. that get released or TikToks or anything? Well, Froelis once again told me that there's no such thing as a bad TikTok because what's the worst that happens? It flops. Like if you post a shitty TikTok, like every lot, like if I post a TikTok and it gets even one person that's like, bro, I checked out your music, I'll, that's a new fan. So that's a, that's a dump to me. So TikToks, 
kind of, if I have enough, cause my ideas are never like, if they're really bad, I won't post. I'm not going to post like some stupid shit, but if it's like decent enough, I'll post it because it's TikTok. But for a release, I have to make sure it's top. I show it to at least 10 people before I release it. Cause I, I want to make sure that's like, yeah. Except for SoundCloud. Except for SoundCloud? SoundCloud's kind of like my trash dump where I just put all my music <laughs> so see my progression. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's good that there's like a separate outlet for that. Mm. What are you doing right now? Like a, a single a month, something like that? I was supposed to be doing a single a month. I was doing a single a month. I was doing a single a month on Spotify and then a single a week on SoundCloud. It was a good system, but I, just, I got caught up with other stuff. Now I'm just doing whatever I make. Because I don't go in the studio that much anymore unless it's for TikTok. I've, I've been working so much on TikTok that I haven't been uh, making songs anymore. Dude, I kind of feel like that's where the biggest ROI is for you right now. Yeah, yeah. TikTok's like where I'm blowing up right now. So I got to cater to them, you know? yeah i can't like go because what so when i was like struggling to find ways to work hard because like the thing about music like i don't know about you but like if you're you can always work harder like you can always get like a like another website to do all that stuff but for a musician like you have to be creative so if you, your creative juices aren't flowing and you can't think of a song and TikTok, nothing there's like hardly any ways to like i mean you can reach out to people so like there's no excuses like that's definitely an excuse but like if I can't, if I, I could record a million songs, like the best rapper in the world could record a million songs, never work on his marketing and never get anywhere. So the hard work comes in the TikToks, which is why that's why I focus on more. Cause that, that gives me an outlet. I could record a bunch of songs never, and release them, do no marketing. And then they do, they just flop. Yeah, absolutely right. So I'd rather work harder on getting myself out there. I just lived in Nashville for two months, which yeah. is you got to get to Nashville. You <laughs> absolutely love it. It's not for your. It's not for your genre. Like when I'm a nomad, yeah, I'll be definitely going there, dude. Definitely. Um, but it's like full of exceptionally talented musicians that just haven't marketed themselves to success. So what you're saying is totally true. These guys are like more talented than I will ever be at any right. instrument. <laughs> you know, like I've been playing guitar for Some thirteen years. Have, yeah, like well, it's like they've been working hard. You know, like. Yeah. But, but that's not what's making them famous. Yeah, work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Or both work smart and hard. You probably, it probably needs to be like a certain level of talent that you achieve and then also marketing or connections I mean, or look money. At Lil Pump, bro. That man is trash. He got famous <laughs> off of good marketing. Fair enough. It's cra- if you market yourself well enough, like, I'm not saying if you're trash, like, you should, because I fucking hate Lil Pump, but, um, <laughs> like, if you have that talent, you should, you should, like, a lot of people, that's the thing. A lot of people don't know how to, market social media it's it's easy for me because i'm i'm the people i'm marketing to so i know what i would look for in tiktok or an instagram post so like i can cater to that but like for an older person it's hard because if they didn't grow up with it then it's harder for them to like figure out how it works mm. yeah hey did you ever do um do you ever do clubhouse <laughs> i joined a clubhouse once and um i I wish I could have screen recorded because I wanted it to be like a series I did, but I would just interrupt people in the middle of talking, start rapping. Because I had like a little uh, intro I did on TikTok where I was like, what's popping? My name is Project. Don't do it as often. And I would like rap my intro. I did that for another intro. And so I joined Clubhouse, a bunch of random rooms, and I would like raise my hand to speak, like to be invited in the thing where you can speak. And I would just stay in the middle of talking about like something. I didn't even know what it was. And I was just, it could have been about like, the most depressing shit. I would unmute myself and I'd like, what's popping? My name is Project. And I'll just go off and then they'd be like, and I'll just leave it. Like, the fuck? <laughs> but I couldn't screen record it, which sucked. Did anyone follow you? Yeah. One guy was actually like, damn, a whole room. They were like, that guy was going to do it again. And I was like, what's popping? My name is Project. And then they all followed me on Instagram. <laughs> it was sick. You're out there hustling, dude. <laughs> I do it all I can, bro. Before if the I pan- didn't have TikTok, I'd be selling my CDs on the street. <laughs> I was about to go there. So before... Um, before the pandemic, you used to go down to the lot because we live in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Or we did live in Las Vegas. You still do. I um, <laughs> You're a nomad. <laughs> you would go to the Las Vegas Strip and uh, you would do what you would call networking at the time. Yep. You want to sh- explain what that process is? Yes. So me and Furlace, uh, sometimes others, but most of the time it was just me and him. We would walk from one end of the Strip to like the Arts District. If you guys don't know what that is, that's like a... Two, three mile walk. Yeah, a little more. Okay. It took like three hours. And uh, we would go to all like hypey stores, like stores that would play rap music. And we would just be like, yo, it worked for both of us because Fro would ask if he could paint shoes for them. like, And I would ask if they play my music, all that stuff. So we would just do that all day, every day. And then I remember two summers ago, I broke my arm. So I had to cast from here to here, all black, bro. And I walked three hours to get to this one store. And the dude was such a dick. 
we went in and we were like, we sat down on the couch because it was burning and on my cast, I was like sweating. He's like, you got, you, are you guys gonna buy something? You need to leave. And, we're, and Fro was like, nah, bro, he makes music. I paint shoes. We were wondering if we could like network and like talk to you, see if you can play our music. He's like, no, you need to leave. And then we walked three hours just for him to be an asshole. But there, but a lot of like there were a bunch of shit. Like I went in and asked if they play my music. Dude would like write my name down. Yo, bro, leave. He'd rip it up, throw it away. But I made some really good connections. I don't know if anyone knows the store Waves. They they're the best. They used to play my music every time I came in. That's so cool. Yeah. And Dude, now we have that connection. Can you imagine like if you own a store or you're running a store and these kids come in and they're trying hard and to like promote themselves Dude, and play their music, make I'll it happen, right? <laughs> Especially because they're entrepreneurs too. They're like 20, 20s, yeah. And they were hustling too. The the owners of Waves and and a bunch of other stories. Uh, Bring it back. Institution AB, yesterday's fits. Institution A eighteen B, bro. They had such a good venue and their store was dope. And they always played my music, but uh, they went out of business. Which sucks. We could have used them for a venue. Sucks, man. Yeah, no. Pandemic's killing that. everything. Yeah, ridiculous. Was it the pandemic that took them? I think. Mm. Dude, I've had some crazy networking things that happen. I think it's really interesting that you would go, like, physically go doing the equivalent of musical door knocking. Right. Door knocking is like when you go, like, door door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that you did that. What gave you that idea? Froler's. <laughs> he brought it up. He was like, "Bro, there's a bunch of stores on the strip that, um, because he did it before any, or no, his friend actually. So it got passed down. His friend came up with the idea because he lived near the strip, I think, and he painted shoes as well. So he did it, and then he took Froelis with him. They're not friends anymore. Froelis took us, and that's how it got to where it got. Damn. Yeah. Passed down. All right. Yeah. Sick. I don't think I'll do it again. I don't need to. No, you've got 250,000 people. No, like, it's true. I've already gone to all the stores that are like, wolves heavy. So they already know me well. Is there any other kind of business you could do that with? I'd love a sponsorship, bro. Any. You could do that from like an like an e-commerce business, like something that sells clothes, clothes or mics. Drinks, Dude, people are always asking you for advice on like how to start. Yeah, have like a microphone brand sponsor you or a headphone I brand. Asked, bro, I asked. I fumbled the bag so hard, bro. I didn't think they would respond to my DM, but I was like, "Yo, sure." Who made this? I was like, "How many likes for a free mic?" Like, they probably thought I was such a dick, and then they're like, "We don't do that." And I was like, "Oh, you responded." I would have actually asked for a sponsorship, <laughs> like an official sponsorship. Yeah, well, that stuff's possible, man. I already fumbled the bat, though. No, just ask again. If you fumbled it, then it doesn't matter. Just try. Well, now they answered me, so I'll show up on their DMs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, hey, I just blew up on TikTok. Any interest in doing a sponsorship? That'd be sick. I'll be like, I'll shout you out on every TikTok. But also, there's like a hundred microphone brands. Oh, yeah. Ask them all. Dude, I'll take free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this mic's obviously my favorite, but like, I'm, I want to set up a podcast like this. Dude, you don't need free stuff. Like, you... Getting money would be way better because like oh, okay. a consistent stream of income is way better than free stuff. Oh, for sure. I already have like, oh, I don't need money. Yeah. Or like, yeah, clothes. I'd rather get like paid. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah, dude. Like a thousand bucks for a post or something. Like, be- that's the kind of following you have. Yeah, I could do that. Especially if I hear like, a- I, I don't think know. by the end of putting it out there now, by the end of June, I'll be at a million followers. Yeah, I, that seems reasonable given the fact that you got two hundred thousand last week in a week. Yeah, <laughs> in a week, bro. I went from three thousand to twenty, and then from twenty to three hundred thousand. I mean, unless this algorithm changes in some crazy way. I nah, I think you're okay. Yeah, I think I'm sad. And even if it does, I have a pretty solid fan base right now. Someone was telling me that that's like kind of one of the reasons, one of the things that makes a social network succeed or fail is how quickly it is to how quickly you can get a really big following because that it's influences awesome. people to like. Or incentivizes it, them yeah. to, yeah. That's, that's exactly what I did. People were, I saw like a bunch of artists, boom, 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 off TikTok. Because that's everyone in my generation, like they're doing it now. And like, I saw, like, I started posting. And I just saw how, like, quickly it can just like go on someone's free page. 10K views. My, that was the first, like, crazy one I ever got. And I was just like, this is insane. Like, there's never been a social, because like, it's all, like, the thing with Instagram, right? It's all focused on who you follow on the homepage. Mm-hmm. Snapchat saying who you add, Twitter, who you follow. But TikTok, the main focus is the For You page where it's other people's stuff coming on your For You page. Yeah. Which is why it's so easy because it's not focused on who you follow. It's, it's rare that it's someone you follow. You don't follow, yeah. But does that also decrease the value of a follower? No, because TikTok for the win again. Because if your stuff loads up, it puts it on your followers For You page. Yeah, but, you know. I see all of Froelius' stuff on my For You page. 
Yeah, but you also engage with every single one of his posts, probably. Sure, sure. But from what I know about the algorithm, like I said, it shows it to your following, then it puts on the For You page, including your followers For You page. Yeah, it definitely does. I, I wonder how, what, like, what percentage of it. on your For You page? Yeah, but I also engage with everything you sure. post. Um, that's what I hope my, fan, my followers would do. Yeah, that's true, too. Just yeah. make engaging stuff and that'll happen. Yeah. Dude, so, so cool. Yeah, I love it. It's stressful though. I gotta keep thinking of like clever TikToks to post. Oh, uh, you're a clever, clever guy. You can. This is a good challenge for you. This dry spills though. Or I can't think of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got Froelis. Yeah, Froelis has been very unhelpful lately. <laughs> Fuck you, Froelis. <laughs> <laughs> He's been helpful. So, like, <laughs> He's doing his best. He has his own shit to work on. Dude, it's so sweet watching you take off, man. Bro, this is like, you. it's the coolest thing. I never thing. thought of it, bro. I was like, this sounds really bad, but there's been times where I was like, fuck, man, like all my TikToks are flopping. My songs are flopping. What if, what if I just found another field? What if I did something else? And I was like, oh, dude, what are you doing? I was like, shit, what am I saying? And then like the fact that I, now I know it's possible. So Mm -hmm. so it's giving me hope to like keep up, staying on my grind. Yeah. Yeah. It totally is possible, man. You're on the right track. You've been doing the right things for I mean, there's nothing more satisfying than knowing someone who's been trying really hard and putting a ton of effort in and right. then watching it pay off. Finally. It's the coolest thing. <laughs> Dude, I love that feeling. And the fact that it's you, such like a good guy, like <laughs> it's you. just... Thank you. It couldn't be cooler. Right. Are there any styles of music that you haven't done that you want to want to dip your toe into? Full melodic, like full melodic. Just like singing? Is that what you mean? No, not like R&B, obviously, but like Lil Baby, like mainstream trap, honestly. But like... Cause I, cause I posted another video on TikTok for four styles of rap. And then I did boom bap, melodic trap, funk and fast rap. And I really enjoyed melodic rap cause I can hit high notes. I can auto tune it to make it sound good, mm. but um, I enjoyed doing it. I don't remember if we recorded or not, but we were talking earlier about um, how you like, when you're going to introduce your audience to a new style of music of yours, right. you want to like do it incrementally, not so much like here's this new genre. I did that with Let Me Know because I knew that I knew that would do well because that's the style that's going around, obviously. But do you feel that way with TikTok too? Like, can you just throw something random? I feel like it's totally, it's the Wild West. Like you can do whatever oh, yeah, you yeah. want that's there. That's the thing because it reaches new people every time. That's the beauty of it. And it's honestly like, TikTok monitors everything. So when I first post it, it goes to that like small group of people. They monitor how long they stay on it, how how many shares if they how long they like. It's mostly how long they stay on the video. Like if they stay on it for the full thing, then they're like, okay, this is, we should push this out. So if I do something crazy like a whole new style, they're like, holy shit, what? And then they don't expect it, then they watch the whole video because of it, and then that pushes it out. But it's different if I want to release it because then I have a fan base that like you know, we'll mm-hmm. listen to it. It's like marketing versus product. Right. But at a certain point, right? Like once your following gets to a certain size, then that becomes a product too. Right. No, yeah, you're right. That's interesting, man. It's crazy. I'm excited. I like, I like messing around with new styles. Southern rock is not one I'm ready to throw at people yet. I'm, I'm cool with throwing a new style at people if it's mainstream. Cause I, cause then I know it will do well. Cause that's what's blowing up in the moment. That's why let me know did well. And that's hopefully why my, my next single, which is going to be melodic, will do well. I already have it. Right do you have a name for it yet? Very bad timing. I it was called. I made it like a year ago. It's called Superman. I can't release it after Superhuman, uh, so I have to make a new name. You're going to become the superhero guy. <laughs> you're the Barry Allen freestyle video. Barry Allen, yeah, my movement's the quickest. Superhuman, <laughs> Superman. I'm trying to think. Of, have you seen Invincible? Uh, is that the Amazon Prime show? Yeah. No, I haven't watched it yet. I've seen it. It's so good, bro. And it's blowing up. So I'm trying to think of a way I can make a TikTok about in Superhuman with Invincible. Oh, that makes sense. Something like that. I'll, I'll, I'll figure You'll figure something out. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best. Well, you guys heard it here first. Yeah. Invincible I, TikTok. When you see that, I'll get for you. first. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. Like, do you, do you typically draw inspiration from pop culture? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Especially anime, I make a lot of anime references in my, in my music. I used to at least. Have you had any like, just to slightly change the subject, have you had any live stream fails? Like, have you had any like... Do my first TikTok live stream, I had like two viewers. No, but like, what... have you done anything stupid in front of a lot of people? Yeah, I said some gay shit because I was freestyling. I didn't mean to. And I was just like, <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm not going to say what I said, but it was, it was bad. Everyone was like, 4K. And I was like, whatever. 
it's just a, like it's a if i'm freestyling for two hours straight i'm obviously and i also make like when i freestyle with friends like we do that like it's funny so it's obviously just gonna slip up i've almost said some like really bad stuff like i didn't i don't mean to but, <laughs> you're um, just like going yeah i'm just going and then someone comes to mind I'm like Ooh, okay i cannot say that <laughs> <laughs> have you ever like actually stopped and said that yeah no i almost i like i was about to say i'm not even gonna say what i said but i almost said a bar and like midward i was like yeah no 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 like a no and i stopped no one caught it thank god and then i just kept freestyling after because <laughs> if i'm if i put attention to it then people are gonna be like wait what did you all say yeah. so if i just keep going with it they will be like i think i just messed up with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's crazy that's one of my, my biggest fears getting canceled bro it's so easy to get canceled like what happens if you get canceled and you just don't you, stop you get you get spotlight right you get spotlight because everyone's like oh fuck you fuck project 105 he said this will lie and then eventually you just fade out that's happened to everyone gotten canceled but what if you just like don't stop what if you just ignore them that's what i've always wondered about like unless you did something illegal where everyone like is gonna like unless like, you did something like truly evil yeah yeah like, you know like a rape yeah something like like, Mosey, yeah. like that level yeah. of thing and you just say like a racist like if someone says a racist joke then they're, they're done every time they post their comments are flooded with oh you piece of shit blah. isn't that good for the algorithm though it is good for the algorithm, <laughs> but it's not good. It doesn't lead to any long-term fans. Oh. No one's going to be like, oh, yeah. I like, unless you're like a fucking confederate or whatever. There, no one's going to be like, this guy said something racist. This is all in his comments. I like him. I'm going to follow him. Right. Unless you want your fans to be like white trash. I always wonder about that because I feel like some people, like when they are getting canceled, like come out okay. Like, yeah. Like Chris- Lola's ex, bro. This man is the most mark- like genius marketer of all time. What he's gotten canceled like twice, bro, and he's like recovered. Like, so he dropped Old Town Road, right? Yeah. Blew up off that. Everyone thought it was gonna be a one-hit wonder. He took a break, released one with Billy Ray Cyrus, and everyone's like, Billy Ray Cyrus, what the fuck? Like, that's insane. So they listened to that. And then he released three more remixes, and everyone's like, what is this guy doing? And then he previewed uh I think it was Panini, which was his, his next single after that, and everyone was like, yo, this is fire, drop this. So he took really long breaks, made people want Panini, dropped it. That blew up because he gets like he gets a lot of shock value. And then he came out and he got canceled by a lot of like the hardcore Christian community for coming out as gay or whatever. And so then as a FU to them, he drops Montero, where he's giving Satan a laugh dance, which is fucking sick. <laughs> and, like he just keeps continuing to go like beat everyone that everyone's expectations. They thought it was gonna be a one-hit wonder after Old Town Road. Fucking went crazy, dropped an EP, every single song on that EP blew up. He got Cardi B on his like second project that he released. Like that's crazy. And then he dropped Montero, which broke like fucking YouTube. Why do some people come out the gate and they're able to land like those huge partnerships? Do they have like a record deal? Are they like paying a ton of money? Like what? I think Lil X did get signed because Old Town Road blew up. Like right, that was like the fir- was that his first thing? Yeah. More ride to look ain't no more. That blew up like crazy. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, everyone like loved it. I'm sure record labels hit him up and stuff. And they were like, yo, let, let us sign you. And then somehow he got Billy Ray Cyrus on it. When you blow up like that, it's so easy. Like, I bet Billy Ray Cyrus heard the song. Maybe sent him love, like, oh, this shit's fire. You like, hop on the remix. And then like that, boom. Dude, could happen to you. Dude, when you have power like that, bro, you have that clout, like you can get almost anything. How much more could he have blown up than 250 million? Or 250,000? Me? No, like, oh. like how, how big is that gap between how big Old Town Road got and 250,000? Like, obviously, it's, like, you know, Pretty probably big. 10 times more. Yeah. Just do that 10 times. Because it's streams. I don't have 250,000 streams. Just do it 10 times, yeah. <laughs> fucking, like, you look at Addison Ray or something, like a TikTok famous person. That's my, that's also one of my experience. I don't want to be known as the TikTok rapper guy. I want to get fans who listen to my music. Mm. I feel like you can overcome that with good marketing, though. Right, because I want to market. Like, like, you can Jack cross-pollinate. Harlow. You know Jack Harlow? No. What's popping? Brand new lip just hopped in. You never heard that? No. Well, what he did is he got his sound famous rather than him uh, okay which is another tactic but i'm I, it's hard to do have that. you tried it yeah definitely. what did you try it with ak demo i tried it i tried it with let me know let me know did pretty well a lot some dude with like 500k like used it for one of his videos which is sick but um that that song did really well because i marketed the song through mm. my tiktoks which is what i'm trying to do with superhuman but um ak denim i tried to do like um a slowed version so it'd be like turn my whole life to a vacation look at how fun in my AK down because that's like how a lot of tiktok sounds 
yeah yeah totally and i didn't got a couple but like it didn't it completely shattered my face i thought i was gonna do way better than it did well now you have a lot more followers so Shoot. maybe it'll work i'll try it again yeah i need to do something super i'm hoping the the stop the beat allow me to breathe allow me to murder every single breath this second the ditch seven in the brain i hope that blows up that's what i'm going for that's gonna be really tough for people to lip sync to. No, not lip sync. <laughs> like, I, yeah, it sucks that you don't scroll through TikTok a lot. I mean, it sucks that I scroll through TikTok a lot. <laughs> that's probably more Clearly issue. not, yeah. dude. But um, like a lot of people just like have like popular sounds, they, like point to tweets, like those blow up. So I'm just hoping. Oh, that, yeah. So are you just is your strategy for doing that going to be you just do it? And I just you- use that sound as much as possible. But could you use that sound in the way that you want other people to use it? No, I'm, I'm not rebranding myself is like a i'm not going to point it to a tweet or like make a dance or whatever so i don't, don't want to rebrand myself mm-hmm. like, hey, well then how will they know you want to do it you want usually to do that it. song start is people people like the song and then they're like oh what can i do with the sound and then they like turn into a trend uh, okay yeah i i don't know how it's gonna play out maybe some crazy trend like it's just gonna go crazy and do you think like if you pointed to your comments would that be rebranding too much Oh, I tried with Let Me Know. I did like things that suck for artists. And I pointed up to that. And then I did like, I did pull-ups. I like vacuumed, like, shot a little basketball while putting the things that sucked. And like, I don't know. I just, I just want people to use that sound in any way possible. Okay. So I just want it to be circulating through TikTok. Like everyone's like, oh, that's the superhuman. And then they listen to it and then it blows up. Cool. Anything man. I can, bro. I'm trying to get, I'm fight. I have, what, a year? I have a year to get this so i'm doing everything i can bro in my power to make sure that i do you only have a year you're a junior yeah i'm a junior damn it's almost over over, yeah so i'm doing everything i possibly can get this man a brand deal (laughs) (laughs) fucking anyone nike new balance hit me up please i will do anything (laughs) (laughs) and on that Um, Jude, where can people follow you? Project 105. Project 105 on TikTok, just Project 105. Project underscore 105 underscore on Instagram. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, YouTube. Just type in Project 105 and it'll pop right up. Please follow me. I need my clout. (laughs) That was the best plug of this podcast. (laughs) You heard it, ladies and gents. Keep your eye on Project 105. He's not going anywhere but up.